Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now, more than ever, you guys know it, I know it, the whole world knows it, the fight for freedom. So important. Um, if you guys would like to follow me, you can catch me over on the gram at Lady Devil Dog USMC, as well as my backup account, which is Conservative Mama Podcast. You can also feel free to reach out and uh, send me a, a email at conservativemamapodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. Oh my goodness, so I am back from semi-sunny Florida. Um, I want to say it was a fantastic trip, but I think you all know that anytime you travel with family, it tends to be a lot better in your head. Um, I'm kind of the the Clark Griswold type, uh, both literally and figuratively, I think, (laughs) because in my head, I imagine it being perfect and, you know, Everybody gets along, and in reality, a lot of times it is arguing and frustration and, you know, well, it's family, right? So (laughs) uh, there are times when you're having a great time and other times when you're like, you people, really, I'm going to drop you off on the highway and I'm just going to continue on without you. Ridiculous, right? Like, I think we've all been there. If you haven't traveled with family and um, you you have not experienced this, then uh, tune out now because you're full of baloney. It's it's not it's not real. It's not real life. The movies are fake. So anyway, yeah, it it was a trip. I'll tell you what. Um, it was uh, not the best weather either. So I think you know the one day where it just rained all day. That was a bummer. Um, but, uh, there towards the end, little man caught a cold. He has now, uh, developed what they call RSV. So, um, they're keeping an eye on him. He's home. Um, so he's not in the hospital or anything, but you know, with cardiac children, um, it can be a little dicey, right? His oxygen count in his blood is low, uh, comparatively. Um, so if you were to put a pulse ox on your finger, for instance, and it should be round about a uh, hundred, if not a hundred, right? Like if, if you have that sitting on your finger, that's what that number means, right? Um, your oxygen level in your bloodstream, but he usually runs somewhere in the eighties, uh, because he's a cardiac baby. So, right now I think he's mid-70s so they're just kind of keeping an eye on it he went to the doctor today he'll go back tomorrow um but if you hear me sniffling and I sound a little stuffed up you guessed it ladies and gentlemen mama has sort of caught whatever bubba has got so I always call him Bubba Jones. So if you guys hear me say that, um, that's who I'm referring to. My son's name is not Bubba, it's Isaac, but I refer to him as Bubba Jones. Don't ask, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, so much of my life doesn't. So anyway, Bubba Jones. Um, and I'm pretty certain that if you were to take a swab and swab across my skin, I am now, I could probably be classified as a new subspecies of human I really think that three quarters of my skin cells are just baby boogers at this point so gross yes I shower uh no it doesn't seem to matter because as soon as I get him in my arms again um 
he rubs his face all over mine or my body or my arms or whatever. So it would be a miracle if I didn't get whatever he's got. So if I sound a little, you know, stuffy and whatever, it's because of that. Uh, but anyway, excuse me. I don't mean to be sniffling and whatnot on air, but uh, I really can't do anything about this. Okay. So much to cover. So much going on out there. Um, I want to talk about uh, the audit in Maricopa County, Arizona. Uh, but first, what is this invitation to the UN from Biden and his administration to have them come and what? Basically audit us for systemic racism? Where are they finding this systemic racism? Look, I am not saying that there are not people who are racist. I am not saying that there are not areas of the nation that hold on to old belief systems and are probably racist in those small, usually pretty isolated pockets, right? But on the whole, America is not systemically racist. You cannot be systemically racist and have a black president. And I'll tell you why. For the noobs, welcome aboard. I'm so glad you are here. You may not know. So here comes the lesson. Okay. For the kids in the back who do not understand how voting works, Barack Obama was not voted into the presidency by the black vote. Do you get that? The black vote makes up 13% of the overall population. Most people do not turn out for the vote. They just don't, you know. I mean, I'm sure more black Americans turned out to vote for Barack Obama simply because he's black. Um, And I don't mean that disparagingly because there were an awful lot of white people who showed up to vote for Barack Obama simply because he's black, right? On some level, we wanted to show ourselves that we are not systemically racist. Plus, let's not forget that Barack Obama's entire campaign was basically summed up to vote for me or you're racist, right? So there you have it. But black votes did not put Barack Obama in office. They only make up 13% of the population overall. Historically, People do not turn out en masse to vote for a president. They just don't. Black Americans are no exception. They tend to have lower voter turnout on average than white Americans. Okay? Not taken into uh, consideration other uh, Americans. Right? We're just doing black and white for right now. It was the predominant white vote that put Barack Obama in office. You can't have systemic racism when most of the white people vote for a half-black man. Because he's half-black, half-white, right? So whatever. He's half-black. Isn't it weird, though, we only talk about his black side? We, We don't talk about his white side. Is he systemically racist because he ignores that half? Because racism goes both ways. It's not just white people on black, right? Like, it's not how that works. Racism goes both ways. So is he systemically racist? I don't know. Nobody ever asks him these questions. I'm so sorry for sniffling. I just cannot help it. So that's how that works. Um, But the UN, what happened to national sovereignty? Are we just, you know, going to toss that out the window and say, yeah, you know what, we're okay with this? I mean, the Biden administration has openly demonstrated they're going to do whatever they want to do. But 
Where are we at? Conservatives, Republicans, Libertarians, Independents, where are we at? Because I don't see a whole lot of outrage. Are we waiting for the uh, the blue flags to show up on our shores? Or is that what we're waiting for? Do we get to attack? I mean, isn't that an invasion? We didn't ask for this. Uh, I don't. I don't see a whole lot of outcry here, and that's disturbing. Um, we, you know. <laughs> I want to say we can't allow this to stand, but at the same time, um, there's so much going on. I don't know that it's actually going to roll out. It's just disturbing that the the gesture was made. Um, I think Americans are pretty much getting fed up with the racism discussion, especially, you know, the Democrats sort of just blow my mind with their level of complete lack of self-regard, right? They have no sense of self-awareness. On one hand, they talk about systemic racism. On the other hand, they want to push for uh, open segregation again. They love segregation. Remember, this is the party of the slave South, right? Like the parties did not switch sides. (laughs) Stop thinking that. Um, so they want to push the self-segregation. Oh, the vaccinated versus unvaccinated, right? Like that's the newest thing. That's the newest white area and coloreds only sort of a You know what I'm saying? Like, do you guys remember those signs? Some of you might have lived through this. I know I have some listeners who are uh, from that generation. You may have seen this. You might have seen those signs, uh, you know, the colored only fountain and the colored only school and, and, We've come a long way since those days, and now we're going to find sexy segregation somewhere else. Oh, you know, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. So the Democrats sort of blow my mind, and I say that because they're really leading the charge, but the liberals are absolutely with them, of course, especially the leftists, because they have to divide and conquer. It's <laughs> like rule number one of their playbook. Um, so that's where we're at. We've got Joe Biden inviting a foreign entity to come and, what, audit the United States for systemic racism, which only exists in the minds of Democrats, apparently, and crazy white liberals. I don't understand. Um, while completely, we're just we're just going to overlook what's going on in China. We're just we're just going to look the other way as Uyghur Muslims are rounded up and carried off to concentration camps, and their organs are illegally harvested, and and so on and so forth. Right? We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore the human trafficking in Liberia. We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore the crisis down in Cuba, right? I mean, just going to totally look the other direction there. We're going to ignore the riots and the murders and the utter, complete, total breakdown of society in South Africa. We're just, we're just going to look the other way, UN. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to say anything there. Is it because, you know white people are being murdered. (laughs) Well, guess what? Black people are being murdered in South Africa too. So when do you step in? We're just going to not pay attention to that. We're not going to pay attention to uh, China uh, with the Christians. You know, we're back to China again, right? They are uh, persecuting Christians, most especially Catholics. So we're just going to, we're not going to pretend we don't see that issue. I mean, but no, 
let's focus our attention on America, of course, because, you know, oh, us and our lofty ideas of freedom and sovereignty and all that has to be broken down. And who best to do it than, like, you know, world uh, uh, jackboot thugs, uh, the UN, right? Woo! Can't wait. Bring it. You might be in for a sorry surprise. Just saying, folks. Like, really? So... (laughs) Biden is going to ignore all these other issues in the world and the UN is going to be what? You know what? But don't really have anything going on. Sure. We'll come over there and audit you. How do you audit a country for systemic racism when we've had a president who is black? When we have countless examples of successful Black Americans, wonderfully successful black Americans. What? What? I don't get it. Like, that's, that's the worst, that's the worst example of racism. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I feel like if the Democrats don't have racism, they don't have anything. But uh, anyway, so we got to move on. There's just some, you know, I saw that and I was like, you have to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, yeah, the audit, right? So it it's weird. Oh, my fat intern is here. Uh, if you guys ever go perusing through my pictures and you see my very dark gray, bluish colored fat cat, uh, Bo, he's here. He just decided to intern with us tonight. Uh, anyhow. Uh, oh, I'm getting more stuffed up as I go along. This is awful. I'm sorry. I have to sniffle. Ah, I can't breathe. Okay. Uh, oh, the audit. All right. So Maricopa County, Arizona, uh, looks like 74,000 mail-in ballots have no evidence, no defining markers of ever being mailed. That's weird. That's weird. You mean to tell me that... The most popular president in American history may have been put into office fraudulently? What? <laughs> That's a bridge too far, ladies and gentlemen. Hardly. Hardly. You mean the guy who just had a town hall and couldn't get hundreds of people into a theater to listen to him ramble incoherently about who knows what? He can't answer a straight question because there isn't a straight answer in his head. It's like a box of marbles up there just shaking around. <laughs> he just, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of one of those games where, like, you've got these different words on, it's a piece of paper or a little magnet or whatever, right? And you just kind of shake it up and you, you pull out, you know, whatever, like five, seven words and try to make a sentence. But you just have to use whatever you've been given. It's like that, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like trying to read Scrabble answers and make sense, you know, and tell a story with that, you know, but not, you can't use anything but what's on the Scrabble table. So that's Joe Biden talking. So yeah, did you guys even know he had a, uh, he had a uh, town hall? Did you guys know this? He, he had it at a theater. I don't even know which theater. That's how on top of it I am. Don't know even which theater. Um, yeah, he had, uh, you know, tens of people show up, uh, maybe 50. I don't know. There was so many empty seats. Weird. 
Where? Where did these 80 million people disappear to? They came out of their basement to vote Joe Biden president, then voted red down ticket, and then vanished again? That's just bizarre. Who voted? A bunch of Middle Earth reptilians? Like, what? I don't know. Did hobbits come out? <laughs> we missed something here? I don't get it. Where did all these 80 million people disappear to? Because, you know, he, they're like, oh, we voted for Joe Biden. And then you vanished into the ether. Nobody has seen or heard of you weirdos since. Just strange to me. I mean, yeah, we've seen some of you. We've heard from some of you because a lot of you are having buyer's remorse. Well, what did you expect? I can't believe the inflation. I can't believe the price of food. I can't believe the price of gas. Quit. I can't believe you're whining. You voted for it. Quit your bitching. It's almost like we told you this was going to happen. And you didn't listen because the media told you to be mad at Trump. Orange man bad. Well, I bet you're missing some mean tweets and $1.79 gas now, aren't you? I know I am. Okay. So anyway, yeah, he hosted a town hall. Uh, no one watched. Uh, any soundbite now coming out of the man is it really needs to go through a uh, decipher machine. I think we have a better chance of cracking the Zodiac Killer's crypto. Has that been cracked? I don't know. We have a better chance of cracking that than we have putting together a coherent thought from Joe Biden or even a a comprehensive answer of any kind. You know, just the cognitive skills are gone. They're just not there at all. And it's sad. I'm not making fun of the man because honestly, I really do feel terrible for him. This is an embarrassment. What a way to end your 47-year career. I mean, on, on this terms, like this is how he'll go down in history. Like him or hate him, like his career, hate I mean, you know, there's not much to like as far as his career is concerned. Um, but... 47 years and this is the highlight this is this is you are going to be a gaff reel a bloopers moment in history in which you know not very long from now people are going to watch this and just laugh and historically people are going to wonder what were we thinking and then they're going to go wait a minute there's no way it wasn't fraud 80 million people this guy couldn't even be found out of his basement he couldn't hold tens of people at a rally whenever he had one. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, he's on the outs, though. I'm telling you this. You guys, this shouldn't come as a surprise. And I don't think any of you will be surprised or, you know, but you would have to be living, I don't know, under a rock if you thought that he was going to finish out a four-year presidency with this kind of mental decline. You know, now that the mainstream media is picking this up. We're really entering the danger zone. Uh, <laughs> they're making their play, folks. That means they're going to look to have him resign or they're going to uh, remove him by using the 25th Amendment, enacting that. And guess what? We have, I couldn't win a primary in my own state, Kathleen Kamala Harris sitting at the helm of the ship. That is awful. As many people are in California, that's how many people don't like Kamala Harris. She is so disingenuine. She is so fake. She is absolutely a abhorrent role model for any young woman or girl. She is a liar among so many other things. 
Uh, and they, they're going to make her present. She's next in line. Uh, so that's coming. I don't know when, but it, you know, it's coming. Just mark my word. It, it just, there's really no way around. I don't think any of you would be surprised either because honestly, we knew there was no way, um, the, uh, that Biden could pull this off. There's just no way. There's no way. They ran him because they knew they were going to stick her in there because she's an absolute puppet, just like him. But, uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So hopefully, uh, going back to the Arizona audit, there's a lot of suspicion. They are calling it irregularities, but I really think that's just PC for a lawsuit is coming. Look out. I expect the Democrats will contest because that's what they do. Um, but it looks pretty freaking black and white that this was a garbage election, um, which we all knew. Again, none of this is news. But um, what it's triggered is uh, audits in Wisconsin and Georgia. So Georgia's also looking at their congressional, uh, the two congressmen that came out of the most recent election. So they're even not buying that. So I am so sorry to be sniffling. I am so sorry. I probably should have used some nose spray, but I wasn't really this bad when I started. I can't breathe. So, I mean, there are some good things that are coming from this audit uh, as these things are revealed. Also, you know, you can expect this information not to get out. You can expect not to hear very much about this because uh, they don't want you to know that. Uh, the Democrats in charge have no interest in giving up uh, the power, right? And speaking of giving up power, ladies and gentlemen, here come the variants. Woo! Remix! <laughs> yeah. So we've got what? Delta. I heard something about Lambda, which made me laugh in nerd because, you know, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Uh, some of you are going to get that and some of you are going to be like, what the heck is she talking about? <laughs> I laugh in nerd because you guys don't know. Some of you do. <laughs> I'm not going to do the laugh, so don't ask. It's not going to happen. But I am covered in boogers, so I think we've already established which one I am tonight. Uh, anyhow, moving forward, um, the variants. COVID is just never going to go away. It's the gift that keeps giving for the power-hungry elite. It's just absolutely not ever going to go away. And the more we give in and the more we're like, fine, I'll just wear the mask and whatever, the more we're never going back to normal. Okay? So I just can't stress this enough. It's not how socialism rolls out. I've already told you. They give you a little freedom and then they're going to pull it back. And then they're going to give a little freedom and then they're going to pull it back. But I think the world has had enough and I think people are really getting savvy to this game. No one is really afraid of the variants. I just saw a clip uh, earlier today from, I think it's from Australia, where, what did he say, like 144-ish people are in the hospital and basically all but one are fully vaccinated. The, the last one, the one who wasn't had one shot instead of the two. So they weren't fully vaccinated. So a hundred percent of the people in the hospital, which is forcing their new lockdown and all these strict measures again, uh, have been vaccinated. hundred percent, hundred percent of people 
in this instance. Ah, uh, what? How is that possible? I thought the vaccine kept you from getting COVID. So what is it doing? People are testing positive. And they all have been vaccinated. What's going on? Israel too. I heard something like 85% of Israel has been vaccinated. Isn't that insane? That's like the most, uh, I think they have the highest vaccination rate. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think anybody else is higher than that. 85%. That's huge. That's that's so many people vaccinated. And yet, they have so many people hospitalized with COVID. Weird. It's almost like the vaccines aren't working. So bizarre. They told you that they would, but then they don't. It's like they lied. I don't know. Maybe, you know, does the government have a history of lying about vaccines? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Do they? You tell me. We could uh, we could find a Tuskegee Airman and ask him. Uh, I bet they'd have something to say about it. Uh, and they're not the only ones. They're not the only ones. Uh, Native Americans, where are you at? You know, I mean, government's done some real shady stuff to you. In fact, uh, biowarfare sort of began there. You know, handing out smallpox blankets and whatever. So anyway, we've got these variants... Uh, and have you guys seen these other headlines? Like, they are trying so hard. Americans are just waking up left and right. Like, now, oh, like, six people came down with a case of monkeypox, and smallpox is on its way back. We've eradicated smallpox, thank you very much. So, settle down with that crap. <laughs> monkeypox, really? Who okay. Yeah, like, all of, what are they, I forget what the number is, like, 22 people caught monkeypox in Texas. Sure. Or came in from somewhere else. And I don't know, whatever. Garbage. Uh, So, and (laughs) my favorite though. So that was two. But my favorite was like, they're not even trying anymore. They're like this, (laughs) this weird fungal bacteria killing people. Like that was the headline essentially. They're like, what? Like you didn't, you didn't even try. You didn't name anything. Like, fungus everybody should be afraid that was that was like the headline i'm not that's not even hyperbolic like that's pretty much what it said you're like what just you know everybody gets scared they just they're not even trying it's so transparent it's so transparent and now you know we're again circling circling back to uh south africa and what's going on there? It's really uh, just a snapshot of what's coming our way if we are not careful, if we allow ourselves to be divided, if we are not uh, taking care to store food. I'm not talking about hoarding food. I'm not talking about hoarding toilet paper and other essential items, right? Like enough of that crap. You know who I'm talking about. You know who you are. But preparing for food shortages, preparing for water shortages, you know, regardless if it comes, you know, in the next six months or a year or seven years down the road, you should be preparing at least just in case. What if there's a bad storm? What if you get a tornado and it rips through your town and the water systems go down and you can't get to the gas pump and power lines are down and and you can't get to the grocery store or whatever, right? Like you should be a little bit prepared. There's nothing wrong with that. Sorry for sniffling. I'm so sorry. I'm stuffed up, folks. I'm so sorry. I'm dying over here. Um you should be prepared. 
There's nothing wrong with preparing. I wouldn't go announcing to people that I'm preparing. I would just do it quietly. I think that's very good advice. Uh, don't, don't go telling people because those people might remember that you have a bunch of food <laughs> if this comes to pass. If all of a sudden what's happening in South Africa rolls out to here. And before we say, oh, that can't happen, remember 2020 happened. So that that occurred, and we had riots, and we had cities burning to the ground and the whole nine yards. So before you ever say, that can't happen here, look around you. It is happening. It's very possible for these things to happen. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, keep an eye on South Africa. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, they are going to have food shortages. They are going to have, uh, you know, just unbelievable hardships in the very near future. I, my heart breaks for these people. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to make it better. I, I don't think it's not by design. Remember, the elites want uh, chaos because, you know, it's all part of the, the New World Order. Uh, Deception Bites said it herself. I don't know what her real name is, but, you know, order out of chaos. It's their motto. Order out of chaos. That's the New World Order. Order out of chaos. That's what they want. They have to create the chaos, and then they can create the order. And then all of a sudden, we've got global governance, which no one wants. Because, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, all across the the world here, I think it was the 23rd, uh, people, millions of people took to the streets in protest of this global agenda. I mean, in Paris, in... Uh, Italy, in Germany, in England, in Ireland, in, you know, just everywhere, New York City. So America, we weren't off. Um, those are just a couple of the cities that I remember. Um, but yeah, this happened. Um, I don't want to say Americans. The world is waking up. I think they see the writing on the wall. They see this push for global uh socialism and they you know it's in the book it's in the COVID-19 book um oh I owe you guys an update on that okay I gotta underline that for myself uh but yeah I mean it's in the book it's in the book that's what they want they're not they're so transparent about it like they're not even they're not even trying to cover that up so I think it gives us hope you watch all of these people taking to the streets in in defiance you know not on my watch I don't think so okay this is awful. I am so sorry. I am so stuffed up. And I know what that must sound like. Oh, she's got a, such a cold. Listen to her. Ugh. How do you go to Florida and come back with a cold? Well, you have a son who catches a cold somehow magically in Florida and then decides also at the same time he's going to cut the other tooth. Ugh. Lord, people pray for me. This has been a nightmare. Uh, okay. So, happy Monday. I don't think I said the date. Um... And I apologize, it is July 26th, so as always, stay deplorable patriots. We have got a long fight ahead of us, uh, but I think that we are seeing some some positives. We are seeing the Democrats squirm, we're seeing the audits taking place in other areas. Um, I think people are questioning. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to go quietly into the dark night of a Kamala Harris administration. Good. Lord, ugh, gross. I, it's just gross coming out of my mouth. It's just gross. I'd rather have this cold for the rest of my life. Gross. Okay. 
Stay deplorable patriots. I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. And as always, love and God bless. Make sure you are saying prayers for yourself, saying prayers for your neighbor, and say a prayer for me because mama needs it. All right. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a great rest of your Monday and Tuesday. And we'll talk again soon.